The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, we're, in, we're giving away everything in the merch store for 10% off. Promo code VETS, V-E-T-S. All proceeds that from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really real, villain real. It's Ralph from Virginia here at your service. <laughs> <laughs> and we got it. <laughs> Shout out to the sweep on my end of the last time I was on this show on Monday. Under 222 and a half for the Knicks and Celtics. Never in doubt. Pascal Siakam had a career day as I had him going for a big game over his regular points prop, 25 plus, plus 185. I think the 30 plus was like six to one, somewhere around there. Congrats to all those who enjoyed that. But we are here under better circumstances. Welcome to another installment of these guys really ain't trying to fight for real. And we have a repeat offender on the show. But what we're going to do real quick is we're just going to go shot by shot and just look at all that transpired to give us the first installment of this dude who really, I don't, I don't know why you jump in stuff if you don't want to fight. Back three. Doesn't make sense. So we're scoreless. We'll stay 0-0 zero, zero the first two minutes. And then look at Clay Thompson and What is going on with that? Wow. You've got a full-on fracas going on. Raymond came in to defend Clay. This, this got out of hand very quickly. Look at look at Clay Thompson's jersey. It's ripped up. Now that's more than a scuffle. We're gonna have to go to replay and look at all of this. But Clay Thompson's Clay and the Daniels going out of here, and then all of a sudden Gobert comes in, and Draymond's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, look at him drag this man. Look at him drag him across the floor. Cats. Hey, man, what do you? They don't rock with Rudy. They they don't like Rudy. It's clear. It's clear and obvious they don't like Rudy. They do not like Rudy. I just want you to know, Scott, if we go anywhere and somebody has their hands around my neck choking me and you're not two-piecing the back of their head, we're not cool no more. And I'm going to fight you out. That's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm, one more time. I got to see the video. And the Daniels going out of here, and then all of a sudden Gobert comes in, and Draymond's like, no, 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 no. Look at them. Look at them looking at him. He was saving Jalen McDaniels. Jalen McDaniels doesn't help him. <laughs> Why? Why? They don't like Rudy, man. That is so, that's so, I mean, yeah, it was personal. Lake Show 12 in the chat, getting the chat going early. It was 100% personal. But it, it's just, this was less about Draymond. Everybody's making about Draymond. Oh, Draymond did another thing. Oh, Draymond did that. Draymond defended his teammate. <laughs> Draymond defended his teammate. <laughs> hey, it's and cat watch rudy get choked out and just said hey draymond hey draymond let him go let him go let him go draymond let him go let him go <laughs> scott i swear to god somebody chokes me out and beat you up like you got to, you you better handle something you better do something scott studio Rachel here on the show people scott what's going on scotty beat me up surprise So the only part about the actual altercation that I'm not Scotty, sure about is if Gobert oh. would have been. Surprise. My bad. I forgot to turn the loop off this time. No, either way. I was going to say the only thing that I was kind of surprising, or I'd say the one question that I have about the altercation, 
Would Gobert have been ejected if the refs didn't feel bad about him getting choked out? Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I'm just saying because Gobert, one of the game-clinching blocks, and they ended up winning the game. So I am curious, but I guess Ant and the teammates were looking around going, I don't know about you, but I'm not getting ejected. (laughs) No. (laughs) So Anthony Edwards is about to smoke, though. So that's the thing. Anthony Edwards is about to smoke. So the fact that he didn't help, is telling me he don't rock with Chloe. he don't rock with Rudy like that for real. Like he it really could be. They keep like winning, so I don't care, man. Minnesota. If you, if you my teammate, you my brother, and somebody choking you out, better get off that man. I, I, oh man, I just again. What about so, the part where after the uh, Gobert got choked out, Steve Kerr started yelling at Gobert like it was his fault that the entire thing happened? <laughs> why did you? Why did you go? <laughs> Why did you crowd his face? Like I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know why Kerr was yelling at him, but whatever. I thought the whole thing was a bit weird, but it's also nice to see bad blood between teams. Unfortunately, we have to add Rudy Gobert has already been added to the list. Cat, I'm pretty sure has been on the list one time or another. Has Gobert but, ever really tried to fight though? I feel like no, it's been well documented very, that he's not on this list. He's a pacifist, yeah, but yeah. he's he's on the list for not trying to fight for sure. But unfortunately, Anthony Edwards, man, I gotta add you to the list. You got a two-piece extra sauce, something. He was choked. That man was choked out for real. Where does life. McDaniels win, though? Because he was the one who kind of started the whole thing. And then he, he was stood there, and, he there in the, and just he just stood there. Yeah. McDaniels has to get the whole the whole Timberwolves team, honestly, because Draymond should have been jumped. Draymond should have been jumped. It, yeah. Cat <sighs> not doing anything wasn't surprised. Kate, see, I wonder if Cat got flashbacks and PTSD. To Ben Simmons getting him in the chokehold about like three, four years ago. I wonder if Cat started flashing back. It, that happened. Oh man, Ben Simmons put you in the chokehold, or was it was it Ben or was it Joel? I think it was Ben. And Ben Simmons put you in the chokehold. Wasn't Cat like tapping out on the floor because Ben put him in a chokehold? Like yeah, I remember Cat tapping out on the floor. It's insane. This is insane work for the people. You know, if you were late, let's just. I mean, I'm gonna play this multiple times because when funny, I do video, so. I override it. But let's look at the close up first. Cat, you really supposed to be piecing him up right here. And you were supposed to be helping out here too. <laughs> Look at how long he had this headlock in. Y'all are posted. I actually think the cat situation is worse than the Edwards one. Because cat is like has a better view of the whole thing. And he's, he's there the entire time. The entire time he's there yeah. and he does nothing. It, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> like it's pretty pretty Wrong. bad. Woo wee, man. These dudes Steven Jackson's right, man. Steven Jackson's right. These dudes don't be trying to fight for real at all. All right. In honor of Veterans Day, we're giving away everything in the merch store away for 10% off. Promo code VETS, V-E-T-S, VETS. All proceeds from this sale will be donated. Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So go support a great cause and cop some sweet gear. We got the uh, Reps of Terrorists t-shirt. We got to get that these dudes ain't trying to fight for real t-shirt. I'm pretty sure that that'd be a NBA gambling podcast staple around here. We might have to talk to Jake about that. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code VAT. V E T S Vets. V E T S Vets. Russell Hardy by Bet365. World's favorite trusted sportsbook. Trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. They have props, sides, totals, player props, everything you need. You have live betting. You have same game parlays. They'll even give you profit boosts on your same game parlay in the NFL. And they have early payout if your team goes up 17 points early in the game. You don't got to worry about a comeback. You don't got to worry about all these teams blowing a fourth quarter lead or anything like that. No, you get your early payout. You cash your bet. Don't have to worry. Get your money. And then you can go and you can start focusing on other things. So Saturday, choose from two bonus offers. You either get a $1,000 no sweat bet or you can get bet $5, get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Or use the sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is giving out Pick'em Scorchers, where you can get a nice spicy 100x payout. And they got that in the NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, Scorchers, regular uh, season-long plays. You can do all of that. A whole bunch of ways to cash in. I'm telling you, you might want to take 
I, I mean, I don't know of, of all those guys who's under we take next game because they just didn't want to get down. I mean, Rudy is the obvious choice, but I think the answer is really Cat. Like, Cat was really supposed – Cat, you was really supposed to piece him up there. Like, that was your chance. Draymond been talking about you, too. That was your chance to piece up Draymond and have a very good reason. Honestly, truly, when you came back from suspension, I would have respected you more. So, take Cat next time you see him under everything. Under everything on Cat. Well – not under, lower, lower everything on Cat. Go lower on Cat because he doesn't want to get down for his teammates. Like, you can't respect that. You can't respect that. So go to Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN, 100% deposit match up to $100. That is promo code SGPN. And I am co-signing the lower on Cat everything because Cat, he ain't a real one, Cat. He ain't a real one. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. 100% deposit match up to $100. All right, Scott, we have a slate in the NBA, shorter slate than we're used to. I like it. We can get down into the weeds of these games just a little bit more. First game up on the docket, 7 p.m., only 7 p.m. on the East Coast game. We have the Dallas Mavericks in Washington, laying six, open up at five and a half. It is now over to six. 245 and a half is the total. (laughs) Highest total of the year, right? Yep. 100% 100% highest total of the year, 245 and a half. Looking at the injury report, we have Maxi Kleber for the Dallas Mavericks not playing, DeLon Wright for the Wizards not playing. Other than that, good to go on both sides. What are you doing here? I think for this one, I'm going to have to link Dallas. I'm wondering how Washington's going to respond after scoring one point in the final seven minutes against Toronto. Probably not well, if I had to guess how this team's going to respond. Uh, but Dallas no-showed a game against the Pelicans yesterday. So you can make an argument fatigue might be a factor, or Dallas might be extra motivated because you're looking at, for example, the good team or the Mavericks of right now who have been a good team no-showing a game, and this might be a good bounce-back spot. They got buried by the Pelicans, lost by 21. So I do think they might be in line to bounce back for this game and to put together a good effort. So I'm going to link to Dallas, but I think I'm going to link to the under. This total just feels too high to me. Like, I, I understand the argument that these teams go fast. The Wizards defensively are atrocious. I get all that. The Wizards, though, if you're looking at their last two games, I mean, they only scored 107 against Toronto, and and they scored 94 against the Nets. I'm not saying this team's now an under team, but I just find it fascinating that the line went up two points and is now at 245 and a half with one team that can't really score and the other team on a back-to-back. So I can't take an over in this game. If it gets there, it gets there. I'm going to lean to the under. I get the pace is going to be crazy, or it should be, but I just think this number is too high. So I'm going to lean to the under, but I'm going to lean to Dallas. I think after getting blown up by 21, it's a good bounce-back spot. The Wizards, after that lead, I think are going to have a problem to actually – I don't even know if if they had chemistry to begin with, but it's probably not in existence at this point. I'll link to Dallas on the under. Yeah. Um, It's kind of hard to take the Wizards in any situation. Uh, I I really – I hate laying points with Dallas on the road, but I guess I'll lay six with Dallas. This Wizards team is terrible, and they're trash, and – I kind of like the bounce bounce back spot for Dallas here. Uh, Dallas is off a of back to back too. Still laying six. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Back, but I'm pretty sure most of the starters didn't play the fourth quarter. If that makes you feel any better. Mm, let me go check. So we got 26 minutes for Luca, 25 minutes for Kyrie, yeah. 23 minutes for Grant Williams, 21 minutes for Derek Lively, 20, and 18 minutes for Derrick Jones. So, yeah, they were getting killed. They just kind of packed it in. All right, so, yeah, I can lay six. I feel better about laying six. But, yeah, you're no, nah, I'm still going for the over. I'm by far going to the over. I, I talked about this with Moon off the last show. Teams on a back-to-back, the over is hitting at 70% of those games. And – yeah, I really don't trust the Mavs, James. <laughs> Chat is booming. James talking about I can't trust the Mavs with points on a back-to-back. I know I really don't trust the Mavs in this spot either. I'm going to take it just because the Wizards suck, but uh, yikes. But I, I think it does go over. I think this is in the 250s easily, and I think you're getting a little cute with under here. But both of these two teams look at what they're doing uh, over the course of the season, and you have the Mavericks who are 9-2 and two to the over 
Wizards seven and three to the over. You look at what they're doing on the road five and one for the Mavericks two and one at home. Wow, they only had three games at home. <laughs> Crap. Yeah, two and one at home for the Wizards here. And both of these two teams towards the bottom defensively, you look at points per game, you have this Mavericks team who is 27th in points per game, 122 points per game in the last five games. Wizards 23rd, 119.8. And then it gets even worse when you look at and you start breaking it down a little bit more. Both of these two teams struggle inside of the paint where things get easy. Wizards 29 and 30 teams. Mavericks, 27 to 30 teams. Neither one of them can stop anything inside the paint. That's where I think that they get these easy points at, and this total just keeps climbing, climbing, climbing. And it look, it may look like the under is coming in, and then you have some 50-point, 60-, 70-point quarter in the second half, and that pushes this thing over. So I'm with the over. I guess I'm taking the Mavericks, but I don't like it. Uh, anything stand out to you, large? Anything stood out to you major-wise on player props for move one? I think Luka triple-double is worth a look if you're expecting that many points. I'm not saying this game's going to turn into a rock fight, but I personally see it in the 230s. So with that being the case, I think Dallas team total over might be worth a look uh, since I'm more doubting the Wizards offensively. So I think Luka's going to have a big game. Uh, he didn't really do much. He's, got, he's been kind of quiet lately, and that's not something that we expected. So I think he might be fine. I know the Wizards are also allowing a lot of points in the paint per game. So Lively might be live for a double-double, but his foul trouble is always a concern. Nothing really for the Wizards. Maybe Kuzma rebounds or Kuzma points, but I can't trust Jordan Poole. I think he stinks. So maybe Gafford double-double if you want to go that way, but he also gets mm -hmm. into foul trouble all the time. Nothing substantial, but I do think looking for Luka to have a big game is probably the way to go. Yeah, so I'm, I like Luka. I like Kuzma also to have a big game. We talked about You talked about the Wizards. The Mavericks are just as bad in terms of opponent points inside the paint. Kyle Kuzma is actually 20th in the NBA in terms of points in the paint scoring. Luka is 27th, so I think that's an open opportunity for both of them to have a pretty good game. Uh, I like Luka rebounds as well. I think that the Wizards give up a lot of rebounds to the best rebounder on the other team, and Luka is by far their best rebounder, so I like Luka to go over his rebounds prop as well. All right. Before we get to the next game of the slate, got to talk to you about game time. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you're trying to go to a game tonight, just go to the game time app. Don't be stressed out. Don't go to the arena looking for some guy on the street that's selling some questionable tickets. Lock in with the game time app where you can go in there, type in your location, and you can find all the events going on around there and be able to get your tickets day of last minute. And they're there in a matter of seconds. Like, it's that quick. Snag tickets without the stress with the game time app. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and use code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. First of all, to be a Hall of Fame bet, sports betting analyst platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. They have a really cool parlay, a uh, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool that breaks down everything and it gives you an expected probability for the entire parlay. You can, and it's so easy to read and and maneuver. You just want to see green. If you see a bunch of green on the app, that means that it looks good. If you see red, all right, it's getting a little spicy. You might want to look at that one. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching the Hall of Fame bets. Download Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first one day. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. Next game on the slate, we have 7.30 on the East Coast. New York Knicks traveling to Atlanta. Play the Atlanta Hawks. Knicks are laying one. Totals at 2.28. For the Knicks, R.J. Barrett is questionable with the migraine. He was out last game. And we have Trey Young, who is questionable for personal reasons. We'll see if he plays. Other than that, pretty clean on both sides. I mean, the Knicks. it's as simple. The Knicks dominate the Hawks. They, the they always season. beat the Hawks. Yeah. So. I mean, and Trey might not I, play. I'm assuming he's going to, but either way, the point is the Knicks, uh, they lost to Boston last game. No shame in that. I mean, Boston's a, the much better team in terms of talent on paper. So I think Atlanta and the Knicks are pretty neck and neck, which is why this line is one. But the Knicks have been so good in the head to head, with the exception of the one playoff series. Really, since the one playoff series, the Knicks have taken it personally every time they face off against the Hawks. I'll take the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, this Knicks team 
I, I'm still, I think I'm still trying to get a grasp of where these two teams are overall, but it seems like the Knicks kind of have a stranglehold on this Hawks series. They've won, it feels like a million of the last a billion games in the regular season. I know Atlanta's gotten a couple in the last five, but I'll this Knicks team, yeah, they're three. I know for a fact they're three of the last five, and the last two in Atlanta went to the Knicks. And so, really, what it is here for me, is I'm just going to back this Knicks team. Who, They've won 10 of the last 13. 10 of the last 13. Like, come on. I, I don't trust this team, actually. I really – I know I don't, but – and I hate the Knicks. Although I'm a fan, I truly hate this Knicks team. But when I doubt them the most, that's when they come through for me. And so, as we say, I don't know what Trey's personal reason is. You made a good point. Somebody pointed out in the chat, <laughs> James did, that – Personal reasons typically involves one one day, one game. That's off. usually for like, one I, game, though. Like it, it, sometimes it lingers. I know Kyle Lowry missed some games last year because of personal reasons, so that was multiple games. But usually, personal is a one game thing. But the fact that he's still questionable means I'm not really sure. But we oh. saw Zion was questionable a couple days ago for personal reasons for the second game because he had a kid. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure Mariah is pissed about that. But anyway, point is, I do think that Zion ended up playing that second game. So, personal might apply for one game, not two. So, we'll see what happens with Trey Young. Usually, it's 90% out for the first game that he's listed on the uh, injury tag for that. Second game, I don't know. So, we'll see what happens with Trey. He might actually play today. Yeah, RJ... I agree with Kaysen. RJ is questionable addition by subtraction. If RJ Barrett plays, I'm on the Hawks. I wish they would just trade this entire team, honestly. I actually hate everybody on the team. I don't think there's anybody that I'm cool with. Maybe Jalen Brunson. I might like Jalen Brunson. But everybody else, I hate them. You're not a Josh Hart guy? Nah. Really? Yeah, I am. I am a Josh Hart. I am a Josh Hart guy. I guess guess we could keep Josh Hart. DiVincenzo can go, though. I'm good on him. Maybe. eh, I might keep DiVincenzo. Nah, he can go. He can go. He's only good on championship-level team. He's not good on... That team that's building. Yeah, I can keep the other two Villanova guys, though. Everybody else, they can go. I'm good on all of them. Really, I hate all of them. I really want to take the Hawks, but it's I, the Knicks are just so dominant against Atlanta, I can't. But I really do want to fake the Knicks. I really do. All right, 228 is total. Um, We've seen a lot of high totals when these teams get together recently, but I don't know if I agree with the uh, – I don't know if I agree with that in this game because the Hawks are on a back-to-back, so I'm going to lean to the under. The Knicks haven't exactly been a high-scoring team this season, which is not a shock to anybody. So I'm going to lean to the mm-hmm. under, actually. I think that with Trey potentially playing, potentially not playing, but the Hawks had a war last night and a pretty high-scoring game against the Pistons. So it's another back-to-back spot where I really don't want to take the over. I'm mm-hmm. going to lean to the under. I think you're going to see a lower-scoring, more physical game. There's a lot of back to back So I wouldn't take the full game under. I would take the Hawks team total under. Because I do think there's a possibility that the Hawks stop trying on defense entirely and the Knicks can run up to 120. And then at that point, you're you're just playing kind of a little game of hoping the Hawks don't score 100. So yeah. I think that this is definitely a game where the Knicks – like I really do think this could be a blowout with the Hawks on the back-to-back, especially if Trey's not playing. Again, if Trey does play, that probably does mess this up a little bit. But I, I, I like the under – little bit better, but give me Hawks team total under. I'm going to just back the uh, Hawks playing a good defensive team, and they're able to keep them keep them down, especially after giving up a pretty bad offensive – not offensive, but a pretty bad defensive showing against the Celtics last time out. So, Knicks defense wakes up on the road. Hawks team total under. I think that's my best bet for this game. All right, let's move on to the next one. Boston Celtics, we're back in Philly playing the Philadelphia 76ers. Celtics are laying four. Again, didn't Philly just beat the same? Yeah. And the Celtics are laying four. 224 and a half. 225 is the total. Yeah, 225s out there. So it looks like it's dropping. I see some 224s and a half. Although these ones well. are all bet 365. I did it right before we went live. So these are yes. pretty accurate. So that's what you got on bets 365, 225. Injury report for these two teams looking at the Boston Celtics. What do we have here? If I can click over. There we go. Chris Asperzing is questionable. Jalen Brown questionable. We have for the 76ers, Nicholas Batum, TBD, Kelly Oubre. Shout out, prayers, hearts, everything out. Kelly Oubre, who got hit by a car. He's going to be out for a while. I'm glad he's okay. 
Kelly Oubre loss is really big. Yep. Shout out to Melton, though. He had 30 points last game. Shout out to him. I'm glad that wasn't Chris Paul. Your bet would be over. <laughs> I'm still sweating out the Dylan Brooks technicals right now. He only has two. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Because he'll, he'll go on a run. He'll go on a run. He should. Luca's got three, so Luca's starting to pick it up a bit. All right. I mean, I assume you're taking Boston. I'm taking Boston only because Philly's on a back-to-back, and I think there's actually a decent chance Embiid doesn't play. I think that mm-hmm. it, I think that facing off against Indiana in the first game of back-to-back is one of the worst teams to possibly face in a back-to-back because Indiana just runs and you have a massive track meet game, and now mm-hmm. you have to immediately turn around and play a physical Boston team. It's going to be a little bit, I don't want to say extra focused, but there might be a bit of a chip on the shoulder if you know Jalen Brown and company play because they just lost to this team in a close game about a week or two ago. I'm going to link to Boston. If Embiid does not play, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, they don't have his name on the report, so I don't want to like speculate. But, but he's been questionable for the last couple games anyway, and he dropped 39 last night. It wouldn't shock me if Embiid just sat. I think the, I think if they won, it was a hundred percent chance of him sitting. But the fact that they lost, they might play him in this game. I'm questionable about the effectiveness. All that said, I'm still taking Philly plus four. Give me a home dog. Come on. Yeah. Owing to Boston solely because they're not on a back to back while the Sixers are. That's the only reason why I'll lean to Boston. All right, two twenty five total. It's actually climbing. I know I said it was dropping, but it's actually climbing. I don't know why it's climbing. I mean we just saw a ru- we just saw a war between these teams a couple weeks ago and now one team's on a back to back. So I'm telling you back to back over seventy percent, Scott. Like Well the point is I, mean, I think Embiid might not play and Jalen Brown's questionable. So mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about the over. I think Brown's gonna play, but he's still on the injury list. Uh I'm gonna lean under, but it sounds like you're leaning over because the total's gone up in seventy percent. Uh, and the fact that I think Philly, there's a possibility, same thing that I was talking about with who was the other team on the back, but the Hawks. Philly just might stop trying on defense. And if the total is at 220-something, and I think there's a chance that the other team could potentially score 120 because the other team doesn't care, then I feel like I got to take over. Yeah. But, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just – I would prefer a – I don't even trust Boston to take a team total over. But if you like Boston team total over, I would I would play that. That seems like a pretty good play here. All right. Uh, any props you want? I forgot to mention the game. Next game, by the way. Game. I like Randall at nine and a half rebounds in the next game. Oh, okay. He might, he might be on concert tour, but he's a good rebounder. So I'll go with Randall over nine and a half. Uh, but as for this game, I like Melton over again. He started last game and he dropped thirty. So if you want, if you want a guy who's going to step up in Ubre's absence, then Melton's probably your guy. Melton threes, I think, is worth a look. <sighs> Let me see here. I feel like doesn't Maxi give the Celtics thirty last time he was in Philly? Wouldn't shock me. He gives everybody thirty. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, he gave him twenty five. Earlier this season, the other weeks. Oh, whoops, my bad. Yeah, that's what I knew. I was looking at looking at that. So he did play Boston and Philly and gave them forty last year. I knew there was something like that. So last three times he played Boston in the regular season in Philly, he gave them. Oh wait, no, that's not forty. That's minutes. Oh, I thought he gave them. Must have been the playoffs. Either way, he's at twenty five. He's actually struggled against them. I know right. Harden gave him gave him forty. I think in two separate playoff games. I'm not sure if Maxi did. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Thought I remember that right. All right. Either way, I'm not gonna play it. I thought I, I thought I had something there. I wrote my notes wrong. So all right, I'm not playing Maxi. But yeah, I don't really have anything for this game. This is I don't, I don't like the back back angle. It feels like this is a game that Boston routes, but whenever you trust Boston too much, that's when you let you down. So I'm not gonna give them out. But this feels like a game that Boston just routes Philly. All right, Milwaukee Bucks on the road going to play Toronto Raptors. Bucks open up as a three-point favorite. They're now minus five. 228 is the total there. Injury report for these two teams. And we have Giannis, injury management, probable. Chris Livingston, out. Jay Crowder, out. OG Anobi, doubtful. Gary Trent Jr., doubtful. Coloco, out. I'm going to say Toronto. 
What? Yeah. I'm going to take Toronto. Oh, yeah. Second time they faced off in Toronto. Raptors beat them by 19 the first time. I get the argument is, yeah, Milwaukee's going to be focused, and they're going to try to come out and bury this team. Yeah, so far, Lord has not been that great with this team, and they can't guard anybody. So I don't want to lay five with a road team that can't play any defense. You beat the Bulls last game. Congrats. You always beat the Bulls. You've been owning the Bulls for the last, I don't even know, five years at this point. The Raptors had a nice comeback win against the Wizards. On one hand, why the hell were you down 20 to the Wizards? On the other hand, nice comeback. They've won three of four. I'm going to lean Toronto. I just think that Toronto's got so many tweeners that they can go small. They can really exploit some matchups. But I find it weird that Milwaukee can't guard anybody and they're still laying five on the road. They can't guard anybody. And Lillard's been very hit or miss so far this season. He might figure it out, but there's been a lot of ups and downs. I'm going to lean to Toronto. By the way, Milwaukee still did not cover that game against the Wolves. <laughs> yeah, they did not. They one and not nine covered a single spread, right? One and nope, they did cover one. Okay, they covered they've covered once. The, I'm, I'm not laying five on the road with a team that's covered one time. 76ers. I'm actually surprised. I felt like Bucks minus five was like the perfect play for you, but no. so I'm slightly surprised. I'm not gonna lie. Here we are. I don't think the Bucks are that good. So, and they're one yeah. and three on the road. So now I'm not interested. 0-4 ATS on the road. Yeah, it's pretty much you're going to take a 1-9 team ATS on the road. Like, points? No. Simple. Take Toronto plus five. It's ugly. It doesn't make sense. But literally, all of these spreads have not made sense. And if you kept fate in the box, you'd be 9-1 up eight units. So, yeah. Give me give me Toronto here. I'll just keep fate in the box until they show me something different. Even though. Gary Trent and OG not playing is terrible. And honestly, just if you're going to bet this, like if you're truly, truly going to bet the Raptors in this spot, just wait till game time. Wait for the outs to be official. Wait till game time, and you're going to have a bigger number. This probably going to be at six, maybe seven. If it gets to eight, it's a lock. No way Bucks win this by more than eight. All right. Total's at 228. I'm going to take a number with Milwaukee. Look at what these two teams are doing this season. Milwaukee is six and four to the over. Toronto is four and six, three and one on the road for Milwaukee, two and three at home for Toronto. Yeah, I'm I like Toronto teams over. I think they're still gonna find ways to score. I think that's the way that I would play this. If I had to play a full game total, I'm gonna take the over as well. And because I, I think Milwaukee can score too. I just think that they're gonna mess around, they're gonna let Toronto hang around for too long. And then next thing you know, this total is gonna be at 233, 234 with like three or four minutes left. So, yeah, give me the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors over 228. I might actually bet that one. First meeting line at 241, so. Yeah, I like that. All right. Anything else you got for this one? Player props, anything? Not really, because once again, I got to wait for the injury news. Yeah, all right. We'll leave that to the propcast who is probably going on right after this. I think I, I think didn't look so. at this yeah. schedule. Yeah, I, I think we're not they're doing it on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. So propcast right after this. They'll have a lot more player props for you guys for sure. Next game on the docket, Orlando Magic on the road going to play the Chicago Bulls. Bulls open up as a two and a half point favorite. They are now minus one and a half. Two sixteen is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have DeMar DeRozan out personal reasons. Alex Russo, questionable. Patrick Williams, probable. Dalen Terry, TBD. Why, just take Lonzo off of here, guys, please. Oh, we got another personal reasons out? Yeah, for DeMar DeRozan. All right. And for the Magic, Markel Fultz is TBD. They played yesterday, so you're yeah. not really going to have an injury. For, the, but Markel the Magic Fultz, are so unserious, man. All right, really? I, I, I gave out the Nets as a – I faded the Nets as my dog yesterday, and the Magic were competitive. And then they got blown out by 18 in the fourth quarter against the Nets. You should really? take Magic first half. Did you take well, Magic first, first half? Been good. They they're just they just can't close games. Oh, you took the full game. You I did. That's I what happened. You took the yeah, see. Right. Look, this is what I've learned from this. It was my dog. It was a baby dog. You would have no, laughed. No, but I get it. First half either. No, I get it. I get it. But if you're gonna take a baby dog, you might as well win. Like to be honest, if okay, you're gonna be scary, right. if you're gonna be that's scary fair. and take a baby dog, you might as well win. So, needless to say, there's nothing to talk about here. Give me the magic first half. I don't care. Give yeah, me the magic okay. First half. That's fine. I, this team can't score. 
It's really why they're going to be limited late in games. It's why I find them a bit unserious because when possessions get into the half court and you need to rely on guys to make shots, I think Boncaro is good. Is he great? I kind of wanted more this year, to be honest. I kind of wanted more of a sophomore leap. He hasn't he hasn't done it. He's been better lately, but I want to see I kind of want more, not wanted past tense, want present tense. Yeah, because still we're wanted. 10 games into the season. Yeah, we're 10 wanted. games into the season. But wanted it would mean that I I had like either gave up or, you know, I think it's going to happen. I know, but I, you, said it. It. you said wanted. You said wanted. Oh. That's why I, I was like, okay. oh, dang, you gave up on him? Like, that's why I was like, dang, you gave up on Paolo. Not, okay, so I thought I said want. Season? Okay, my bad. Yeah, I want to see more. So I have not seen that yet. But also, they don't have any size on the interior because Carter's out and they're relying on Batazzi as their starting center. My main play is going to be a prop in this one. Give me a Levine over. He's shooting the ball 30 times in it. DeRozan's not playing. Levine's going to chuck the ball at least 25 times. I'll take, I'll take Levine points here. He's got the ultimate green light for this game. And I think Vucevic might be in line for a good game, too. He's got Patazzi on him. Vucevic better do something in this game. Yeah, it was I, – I didn't even consider Levine, honestly. I, when I saw this matchup and I saw that DeRozan was out, I immediately went to Vucevic. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a great spot. And so here's the thing. Despite all you say about the Magic not being able to score, and I understand all of that because I have the same woes when I bet the Magic for the full game money line and they blow it in the fourth quarter as they typically do. However, what I will say is that this defense is still live and they win games without having to score many points because the defense is so good. And I really shout out to Jamal Mosley for getting this team, this young team locked in, so locked in defensively so early. I give a shout out to Suggs too. Good defensive yeah. player. Amazing defensive player. So uh, very, very good. I think I'm going to just keep going with it. The Magic are 9-1 and one ATS in the first half this season. Nine of those wins have come outright. They've been a dog in majority of them. Going to take it again here. It's a baby dog, but it's a nice play. Magic win the first half. Not even concerned about the full game. I don't trust the Bulls to win the full game, so I'm not going to play a first half full game thing because I don't trust the Bulls, but I also don't trust the Magic in the fourth quarter. However, I do trust them in the first half. That is a bona fide lock in this game. And we've already got a trend. This is a trend. You just play it. Just play it, Scott. Like yeah. just play I'm it. Saying, I think I am tempted by ha- by halftime magic full game bulls because the multiplier and the payout is going to be massive. So I think that is a good spot. Yeah, you should be betting magic first half for the rest of the season until we give them three times to, in a row to mess us up. But I don't know how this team rolling. They might not mess up three times in a row. So magic first half trend automatic autoplay and give me the magic for the full game plus one and a half. 216 is total. I'll take the under because I think the Magic's still good defensively. And even though they're on a back-to-back. Oh, well, actually, no, they're on a back-to-back. Well, they kind of they wave the white flag with like four minutes to go. But, yeah, they are, they're on a back-to-back. I'll still lean under anyway. Mm, I'll take the over. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I'll take uh, No. I'm not going to bet the total, but I'll lean under. Yeah, slightly over, but I don't mm. – I could go either way. I really could. I could be sold either way. I don't even like a team total. Just give me the magic first half. <laughs> Easy. All right. You said that you like Levine. I'm on Vucevic. I said Vucevic too, but those are my main two for the Bulls. Yeah. And yeah, give me a Paolo Bancaro game. Like, really, who's slowing them down on the inside? Maybe Patrick Williams. Mm, I like Paolo Bancaro bounce back. Maybe it's just <laughs> me, but I'm feeling a bit of a Cole Anthony game today. Hmm. You're probably jinxing him, so I'm not going to do that. Okay. You don't like Cole. That's why. I'm just acknowledging I think it's a decent spot for him. I was actually complimenting him for once, and then you I know, but I know, but I don't like how you you get backhanded compliment, Scott. You're a backhanded complimenter. Yeah, I don't think Cole Anthony's that great of an NBA player. Because if it, because guess what? You see, look, there he goes right there. You didn't have to say that. But that was, if well, Cole Anthony saying, doesn't like, have a right. Game, I don't think he's that good, but I think it's a good spot for him. But you see, look, you're saying I think it's a good spot for him, and then what happens? Cole Anthony doesn't have a good game, and you're like, see, I told you it was trash. It was a good spot for him. To, no, I'm not feeding. You almost got me. I'm not feeding into it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's a good spot for Cole Anthony. That's all I'm saying. I don't like. I wouldn't next have extended game, him. That's on the slate. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves on a back to back going to play the Phoenix Suns. Dang, you got the who scheduled the Timberwolves for the Warriors and the Suns back to back? That's messed up. 
minus six for the Suns, 224 and a half is the total. I mean, I can give you an injury report for Minnesota, but more than likely, you're probably not going to see Jayton Daniels in this game. I would assume uh, he might that appeal. Comes- so he might actually play in this game. He's probably going to appeal. Uh, we'll see. Mm, I don't think they give him. Oh, they might. He might. He might. Okay. It's so there's a chance the that work in every sport. You get suspended. You appeal. You play the next game, and then you probably miss the game after. But all right. So we'll put Jake McDaniels in the questionable tab, even though he's not listed on this injury report. They haven't really have one out. I don't. Well, fortunately for the Timberwolves, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards all did nothing to get themselves ejected. So they're going to be in this game. <laughs> and mindful for the Phoenix Suns, you have Bradley Beal and Devin Booker in this game. This, this is, is the, the first, first time. time. Right? This yeah. is the first time we're going to see the big three together. Eric Gordon's probable. Damian Lee still on IR. I mean, what? Cat unders. Game was close. Hander, Hander, Carl Anthony Town unders for sure. We, we, we just hammer his under. He's he no way he bounces back after that last night. He doesn't bounce back. But this is interesting. I really, really want to take the six. The back-to-back is really teasing me. It's really scary. The back-to-back is the only thing scaring me off. I really, really do want to take the six. This just seems like the spot where you finally get the big three together and they fold. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Now, are we doing I, it? Are we I was pretty low on Phoenix during the offseason. I don't remember if you were as low as I was. No, I wasn't. I was actually said that they're going to be, by the end of the season, in the chance to win the championship. So no. Okay, by the end of the season. So yeah. The first oh, game oh together, early season. So, no. Yeah. I think we all thought early season this team would struggle, and they did. Yeah. Now I didn't think that Booker and B would miss time already this season, but first game together, I have questions about them defensively, and I do think that I think Strutter is onto something. I do think that Booker assists is worth a look because he's going to be the de facto point guard on this team. But the Suns also, I can't call them unserious, but they're an abysmal fourth quarter team. They're awful at maintaining leads in the fourth quarter so far. Maybe that changes because they got Booker and Beal together again with KD. But I have to actually see it first before I have faith in them. I'm going to lead to Minnesota. They've won seven straight. They're the best defensive team in the league. I think that they're pretty live to win this game. So I'm going to lean to Minnesota. I wish that the Warriors game was a little easier for them. Yeah. At least they won the game. It would have been kind of embarrassing if Curry didn't play and Clay and Draymond played two minutes and you still lost. But at least they won the game. Oh, man. These guys are going to need an ice bath after this one. It's so, like, everybody's going to be, like, this and is every Minnesota. game's the same. This is Minnesota's one team on a back-to-back against a team that didn't play yesterday. This is Minnesota. This is such a good Minnesota spot on a back-to-back. Everybody's going to fade them. They're the best defense in the league. Defense travels. This team's good. Everybody thinks that this. Okay. I will, if, if I'm wrong and Phoenix covers the six, I will handicap them differently going forward as the Phoenix team that is starting in the certain corner because this will be a really, really good win and cover it. They get it done. Six is a lot against this defense. And I think Minnesota is actually pretty solid, like a pretty good team this year. So, Do you trust the Suns to play a full 48? Because I've no. seen them constantly blow leads in the fourth quarter the entire season. No. I don't either. So. But now, now that all three, I think that there could be – I do think that there could be a difference because it, it's really, really difficult to guard all three of them in the fourth quarter, especially if Devin Booker is aggressive. Yeah. Like if Devin Booker is the aggressive one in the fourth quarter, I think that this is really, really hard for you to stop. And I say Devin Booker being the aggressive one because not only does Devin Booker get himself going, but he gets everybody else going. And that's how they have a crazy fourth quarter is Devin Booker has the ball in his hand. He's making plays and he's getting the ball to the playmakers. So that's where I see Phoenix's season taking over and Devin Booker having a monster season going forward. But for right now, yeah, plus six Minnesota is easy. 224 and a half is the total. I'm going to go to the over. Yeah, this is a little low, don't you think? I Even need to see the Suns actually guard somebody with Beal, Booker, and Durant on the same on the floor at the same time. I think defensively they're going to have serious issues. That's why I was low on this team. I got to actually see them try to guard somebody. So I'm going to go with the over. Give me the Phoenix team total under. 
I think everybody's going to scream, going to, A, all three are playing. Let's take the over. They're going to score a bunch of points, blah, blah, blah. No, Minnesota's got the matchups. Now, this all changes if Jake McDaniels doesn't play. I will 100% say that. If McDaniels doesn't play, I may Benedict this entire game. But if McDaniel goes, like, they got the matchups all across the board that I think is going to be pretty solid. They got the size. They got the length. They got a lot of stuff. So, all right. I'm with you. Next game on the slate. Two more games left. We have Cleveland Cavaliers. This should be quick. On the road, going to play the Portland Trailblazers. Cavs open up minus 9.5 is minus 10.5 is what we have. Yes. 10.5. Yes. 10.5. 19.5 is total. Injury report for these two teams. Let's see. We got the chat is booming. You guys got to start getting in the chat, man. If you're not listening now, we got uh, clues talking about Car Anthony Towns under 21 and a half points. Hey, he listened. We're fading those guys who ain't trying to fight on a back to back. That might be a new trend. Fade the guys who ain't trying to fight on a back to back. Let's see here. Uh, Daniel saying cat season high 33. Are you saying Cats going to score 33? I don't know. I don't know what that meant. Uh, shout out to Strutters for telling everybody to give us the thumbs ups. I don't know what. Somebody tell me what the like count is. Somebody, I don't have it pulled up. Somebody tell me I what don't the like count is. Because it's 67 people in here, and we're not getting the likes going. I say all of this just to really kill time as I pulled up the injury report because I lost it. So we have Darius Garland, who is out with a neck injury. We have Isaac Okoro, who is out injury management. Ty Jerome, who is out with the ankle injury. Ricky Rubio, not with the team for personal reasons. And for the Blazers, we have Malcolm Brogdon, TBD. And we have Scoot out. Anthony Simons out. Robert Williams out. I mean, both Let's start with this question. Oh, Cat had 33 last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done. He's tired. He's exhausted. That's what, that, I didn't know that's what he was talking about. Yeah, he's exhausted. He's not getting it again. All right. I, I can't take Portland, man. I, I It's a lot of points for a Cleveland team that's been pretty bad this season. I can't take Portland. What do they have that I actually like on this team? I think Sharp's got a good offensive talent. Bit of a chucker, but good offensive talent. Aiden has not been dominating, uh, and I think Cleveland's the better team. So do you like Portland? I'm, shout out to Mays. He's been good at facilitating, but without Brogdon, I know Scoot's had a bad start to his career, but I think he'll turn it around. I don't like anything about Portland. I mean, last game they got buried by Utah. But what is there to like about this team? They lost to the Lakers without LeBron. Like this team is, this seems bad. Yeah, I think that my concern is less about Portland and more about Cleveland. Is not good on the road. Guys. No, I called them. I just I called them out too. They've not been good. They're not good, but like specifically on the road. And I mean, yes, well, their win loss is three and three. So, all right, cool. But they're two and four ATS on the road. They haven't covered this number laying this many points on the road yet. And they've had opportunities to. They definitely should have blown out. Well, I mean, I guess De'Aaron Fox came back. So I guess they made it a little bit later. But I thought that they had the matchups and they could have played a lot better against the Kings team. One and four is a favorite this year, and I'm going to lay ten and a half with you. I get the ugliness behind Portland, but at least Portland shows me something at some point in time. Like, that's enough for me to just say, I'll roll the dice and I'll take the ten and a half. Like, I'm not laying ten and a half on the road with this Cleveland team. They're already having a bad season. They didn't get any better playing on the road from last year to this year. Uh, I'm just going to take the chance and take Portland. Yeah, I, I hated the offseason moves for Cleveland. I thought that Struess and Niang would do basically nothing. Struess has been pretty underwhelming, but he's had some moments. Niang's just a regular bench player who most of the time doesn't really do much, so I didn't really like the moves. But I do like Cleveland team total over in this game as my favorite play because mm-hmm. Portland can't guard anybody. I, I just think looking at Cleveland and with Mitchell now having a bigger role because Garland's injured, I don't trust Portland defensively with this team, especially with Rob Williams being out for the year. So I think that Cleveland offensively should get their offensive going. I think that defensively, you can make an argument Cleveland should be better, but it's fine. Give me Cleveland team total over. I think they'll get theirs. I like that. I can respect that. And I think if Portland does cover, it's because they were able to find ways to score. So, yeah, I like that team total overplay for them. Uh, Player props, anything? Nothing's really sticking out that I can think of. 
I think I like Allen rebounds because I just don't trust Aiden to actually show up on the boards any given game. <laughs> so I think Allen rebounds might be worth a look. All right. I will. I'll go back to Mobley. Mobley is. Where is he at? Where are you at, Evan Mobley? Top 10, ninth in points in the paint scoring. This Blazers team can't stop anything inside the paint. It's pretty much the same handicap, and I and I was able to cash by the hook for the K- Kings game. Same handicap, same reasoning. They give up a lot of points inside the paint. I'm going to take the best points in the paint score on the other team, which is Evan Mobley. Give me Evan Mobley over 15 and a half. Oh, wait, Allen rebounds at eight and a half? Yeah. That feels pretty well. It's minus pretty, 120. Yeah, that's pretty soft. I like that. He hasn't been great at rebounding the season, but I think it's a good matchup against Portland because we know Aiden chooses when he wants to rebound and not. Yeah, honestly does. He's he he just he's been good enough where he hasn't gotten to my center fade category, but he pisses me off nonetheless. He does. Okay. Let me just make sure I said that right. Yeah, 15 and a half minus 130 for Evan Mobley. I like that. I'm gonna be on that play again today. Okay. Next game on the slate. Last game on the slate. We have the Sacramento Kings. Going to play the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. Lakers open up as a minus two and a half point favorite. They are now minus one and a half point favorite. 235 is total in this one. That's come up about two and a half points. And for these two teams. Whoa. Excuse me. That yawn forced itself out. Probably yawning because I'm so over this Lakers team. Because Gabe Vincent, IR. Jared Vanderbilt, IR. Expect to see Cam Reddish, Torian Prince in that starting lineup. And Trey Lyles is out. Alex Lynn is out. Darren Fox playing again. Why are the Lakers favorite here? Because they're really, really good at home. They're really, really good at home. They're 5-0 and at home. I said this weeks ago. This team is basically an auto-fade on the road, and they're auto-backing at home. Now, they're on a back-to-back. They played Memphis, though, so that was a free win. And LeBron and AD basically sat the entire fourth quarter. Shout-out to AD, who just owns Jaron Jackson. Like, it's nobody's business. Just dominates them every time they play. Uh, but I am I do think that it's because the Lakers are that good at home. And the Kings did beat them in overtime in Sacramento a couple weeks ago. Fox got injured in that game. He came back, had like 37. So the main argument is the Lakers are at home. That's why they're favored. Nonetheless, I'm taking the Kings plus one and a half. They're a better team. By far, this Lakers team sucks. I don't care if they're 5-1 at home. Prove it to me. They suck. I, I like this Kings team and a chance to get some revenge. Well, kind of not really revenge. They won the game, but still, they they were on a really, really bad stretch without Darren Fox there. Darren Fox comes back. They get a really, really nice one at home against the Cavs. Now you go on the road here, starting to try to rebuild that momentum and start putting yourself back in the standing, back in the standing, back in the standing. This Lakers team sucks, and I'm really good on betting them. I'll take the Kings again here, plus one and a half. I'll take the Kings first quarter. Yeah, Lakers still bad first quarter too. Yeah, that's a that's an auto that's an auto play too. Fade the Lakers in the first quarter. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Lakers full game uh, for me. I I think that they're actually that good at home. That's how I'm looking at it. So I'll take Lakers full game, but I do like Kings first quarter. If AD mm. shows up for this game, I think Sabonis is gonna be in serious trouble. So if AD shows up. Yeah, I'd well, take it's AD. Back, so we'll see. It's been a while since AD left a game early. Probably should take his under. That has been a while. Uh, it's been what, two weeks? Yeah, a while. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while since he left a game early. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Been a while he says he left a game early. All right, 223. No, 235 is the total. Sorry, I was reading that wrong. 235 is the total. I'm going to go under. On this one, I think it's 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 a pretty tough call because uh, you have another back to back team against a team that's not in a back to back. Yeah, I'm just trusting seventy percent on this one. They combined for twenty nine in overtime in the last meeting in Sacramento. So the regulation game landed two thirty in Sacramento. So this number just feels too high to me. I'm gonna lean to the under. Let's see. Last head heads three and two is the total. These two teams this season. Lakers five and six to the over. Five and four for the Kings. Lakers three and two at home. Kings zero and two as an underdog to the over. Yeah, I'm just back to back team. I'm gonna just stick with the trend in this one. Give me the seventy percent. I'll take the over. 
And because I'm on the over Darren Fox, he just kills this team. By the way, I mean, fun fact, Sacramento, third best first quarter margin. Really? Yeah. Third That's best first quarter team in the league. All right. De'Aaron Fox kills this team. Ladder De'Aaron Fox up. He really does. He really does kill this team. I mean, like the I can give you the numbers, but I mean he like I don't know if he, you need it. He's 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 he kills this team every time. Let me see. I'll do it. I can we got we got I got a second. We can well, I really only have a second. All right, Fox versus Lakers game log, just to make sure that I'm not tripping in the regular season. He his last three no, we'll read his last oh wow, holy crap, this is better than I thought it was. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry. This is oh no, he puts on master classes against Yeah, them. all right. So 37, 31, 34, 22, 32, 29, 30. 17. Yeah, I'll 34. take his points over. Yeah, points over. All right. We're done. <laughs> so easy there. That's going to go with the prize picks. All right. Lock dog prize picks lineup. I mean, underdog lineup. Sorry. Underdog lineup. So we have here from a lock. <sighs> I'm not going to disrespect the, the listeners and give them a trend for my lock, but I am betting Magic first half. I will lock up... You want to the Knicks? Going to trust your home team? No way. No way. I will lock up Minnesota. Plus six. Minnesota plus six coming off a back-to-back. It just, I mean... All three, it just feels like this is this fade spot. Like, this is the fade spot. I remember when KD first joined the Suns last year, and the first time he – well, he got hurt that first game. But then the game that he actually played, he came back and he lost. Like, it just feels like this is a this is going to be a fade spot. And they're going to give up a bunch of points, and that's how the Minnesota is going to be in this game. And Frank Vogel is going to be upset talking about how they didn't play defense. So, I'll take Minnesota plus six for my dog. I'm not interested in none of you lames. There's only one person that I am interested in, and that is one De'Aaron Fox who always destroys this Lakers team. What is De'Aaron Fox plays prop at? Uh, let me check. Uh, if I bet three six five, get in bet three six five to load right now for me. Let's refresh I'm that. Uh, the full points is 26 and a half. Oh, perfect. That means I can get 34. Let's see. We go to player props, player points, milestones. And you just scroll over De'Aaron Fox over to 30. I could get 30 for plus 165. I will take that, sir, for my dog. De'Aaron Fox, 30 plus points, plus 135. 165, I'm sorry, plus 165. Over to you. All right, uh, so for my lock, I am going to go back to the first quarter angle. Give me the Kings first quarter. I'll take them on the money line at even money. Uh, They're the third best first quarter team in the league. The Lakers are dead last in first quarter point margin. They're one of the worst first quarter teams of all time. So I do think the Kings, even though I am picking the Lakers to find a way to win this game, I think they start off slow and they kind of find their way once again. But the Kings are a young team. They definitely have this game circled. I think they'll be focused to get out to an early lead. So give me the Kings first quarter money line at even money as my lock. For my dog, I'm actually going to go with a guy who has not done it yet this season, but I do like the overall price. Give me Jared Allen double-double at plus 185. I think it's a good spot for Allen. Uh, You're looking at Portland not being a good rebounding team. We talk about how Aiton chooses his spots to rebound anyway. But Allen's been dominant against the Trailblazers in particular in the last couple years. He's had a double-double in four straight games against Portland. And I do think that looking at Allen's matchup here against Aiton and looking at how Cleveland should get whatever it wants offensively because Portland defensively has been a mess. Plus 185, I think it's a good price. Give me Jared Allen to have a good game. All right. So, Scott, we can add Jared Allen double-double for a spicy 1.25x to our prize picks lineup. You want to do it? Oh, yes. I was so I was hoping you wouldn't get scared on me. All right, so we got Jared Allen, double-double, spicy, 1.25x. We got De'Aaron Fox in there as well for his – oh, we don't get a spicy there, but we will take his points higher, 27 points. And we need one more. Try to think of what we want. 
or we can leave it at that. It's three point seven five x. So no, 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 we, no, no. We're, we're yeah, that's a little bit lower. That's a little bit lower. Uh, I I do like Mobley. I know you're not a Mobley guy, but I do like Mobley. Okay. Uh, which but which, if we wait, if we went Jared Allen, there's a chance that we don't get an Allen and Mobley. You want to go Vucevic? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do Vuce. We can do points and rebounds. We'll do a combo. Points and rebounds for Vucevic. 32 and a half. Sure. He should All have right. a game against his former team. I mean, if he... So what's 32 and a half? So what's that? 23 and 10? Give or take. Or if he puts up like 15 rebounds, you're basically just set. Yeah, and then you're just hoping... I think he can get to 20. I think he can get to 10. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So here's your underdog lineup for today. We have De'Aaron Fox higher, 27 points. We have Jared Allen higher, double-double, 1.25x spicy. And we have Nikola Vucevic higher, 20, I'm sorry, 32.5 points and rebounds. Throw that into underdog, shake it up, and you get a $100. Turns that to $750. $750. And, you know, if you're nervous, you can take the insured three correct will get you 375 but two will get you 125 so you get a little little bit extra there but we're we're dgens we go all out so there you there you have your underdog lineup we gave you our lock our dog scott anything else for people before we get up out of here not really reminder Terrell and i did the thursday night football game episode for the nfl podcast yesterday so that's live we're going to be doing the afternoon games episode tomorrow so stay tuned for that but no that's basically it all right, for the 53 people that are watching this live, make sure you like the video on your way out. For everybody that joins us live after, make sure you like the video and comment before you go. And make sure you comment if you're watching now. Just drop a comment real quick. And if you are one of the many people that are catching us through your ears, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast. Just going to do like this. We are out of here. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna